Previously, 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 on WIA National News. The other award that I will mention today was the rarely presented G.A. Taylor Award. The medal is awarded in recognition of exceptional service to the Wireless Institute of Australia. I presented that award to Peter Freeman, VK3KAI. While Peter has contributed to amateur radio in many ways, it is his ongoing contribution as editor of Amateur Radio and chairman of the Publications Committee that we honoured. The WIA has also decided not to stream this year's AGM and Open Forum proceedings. Now, this was a difficult decision following the success of streaming at last year's AGM on Norfolk Island. However, in the current heated climate, the board elected to be very cautious about a media channel that offered no ability to vet its content prior to transmitting. It was a unanimous board decision. The board of the WIA has this week appointed Scott Williams, VK3KJ, to fill a current vacancy on that board. Scott's appointment will be until the cessation of the WIA AGM next month. At the conclusion of the AGM to be held next month, Aidan, VK4APM, will retire, and as a result, there will be only five board members. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. that and with the news for July 5 2020 I'm Graham VK4 BB and interesting that previously heard start when we listen back to our history through the week I heard a number of old broadcasts both old VK3 BWI tapes thanks to Andy VK4 BAB who dropped off a box load and also in checking out what's on and what's off the main wia.org.au server are you being served Well, we are again now, thanks to a brand new server and updated patches installed by our ISP of many, many years, Vintech. Yes, the wheels did come off last weekend, Saturday around noon. Luckily, we had already put out the note on the rebroadcaster's mailing list with links, again to what we call the backup of the backup, provided by Tony VK7AX. Now, hopefully, we did retrieve all material for broadcast sent since noon Thursday week ago, because... Currently, I still can't see any of my mail. However, I'm assured it's all there, just a problem with my user credentials. Painful. VK3 Radio Amateur still missing after three months. The Daily Mail newspaper in the UK has published an update on the case of Radio Amateur Russell Hill VK3 VZP from Druin in Victoria, who, along with a friend, has been missing since March 20. VK3 VZP was camping in the remote Wanangatta Valley, and his last amateur radio contact was with Rob, VK3BEZ, 6pm March 20. He has not been heard from since. On March 21, the campsite was found, the tent burnt to the ground, and Mr Hill's Toyota Land Cruiser sitting next to it. You can read the full story at the link we like in the text edition of this week's WIA National News. Good morning, listeners. This is WIA Director and Secretary Peter VK8ZZ coming to you from a warm and cloud-free Darwin. The Board of the WIA are pleased to announce the appointment of an Editor-in-Chief. 
well-known and long-time member of the WIA, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, has been appointed to that position. As a result of our recent call for volunteers to join the AR Publications Group, we have had an influx of volunteers. I can report that the AR Publications Group now have a total number of seven specialist editors to assist Roger in his role. There has also been a good deal of interest in volunteering to do proofreading of the AR publication. Thank you to all the volunteers who will be contributing to the WIA. I'll be back again next week with further update on the annual general meeting of the WIA to be held later this month. Cheers for now. This has been Peter, VK8ZZ. Howdy. It's Aiden, VK4APM here, with this week's board comment. As most of you are aware, I did not re-nominate as a director of the WIA this year, and it was with some sadness that I announced that this week will be my last board comment as a director of the WIA. I would like to thank all of you for your support and guidance over the past two years, in particular those who have called me or messaged me in support of the work that the board has undertaken. It is this feedback that makes the undertaking worthwhile and I encourage you to continue to support the continuing board through what is certain to be a period of change in the WIA. As they say, one door closes and another one opens and in a recent board meeting, the board has elected to appoint Scott Williams, VK3KJ, to the board of the WIA. Scott has extensive experience as senior executive and CEO in non-profit member-based organisations, having recently completed 11 years as the CEO of the Fire Protection Association of Australia. Please join me in welcoming Scott to the board. That's all from me, 7-3, VK4, APN. Hi, I am Lee Moyle, VK3GK. For quite a while, the WIA have been discussing and planning a seamless migration of the current physical legacy server which provides our webpage and email facilities to be upgraded to a current shared server at our ISP. Scheduled for migration in the next couple of weeks. Ironically, last weekend, the current server suffered a hardware failure and even though fully backed up, instant migration was not possible due to some software upgrading version anomalies. Unfortunately, this left the WIA webpage and email offline for a day or so, but the technicians at the ISP have worked hard to resolve the issues and the website and email has been migrated to the new servers. A few tweaks are still needed for it to be back up to 100%, but for most applications and searches, it's working just fine. Keep in mind that as a WIA member, if you would like your personal at wia.org.au email address, which forwards to your email of choice, then just email the WIA office with your request of the WIA email and your preferred forwarding email address. As Secretary Peter reported last weekend, the response from the WIA members offering help to form a full publications committee was excellent. We now have an editor-in-chief and a number of sub-editors to share the editorial load and after our PubCom meeting last Thursday, planning is underway preparing for AR Magazine editions 3 and 4. Issue 2 is coming together nicely now with most uh, of those challenges having been resolved. Planning for the WIR AGM is progressing well also. We expect to have a live streaming and a physical presence available at the Bayswater office in Victoria for a finite number of members with social distancing restrictions implemented. However, with the ever-changing COVID restrictions and reintroduction of selective lockdown in Victoria at the moment, we will all need to be flexible and aware plans may change at any time. This is WA Director Lee, VK3GK. From Australia, this is VK1WIA. 
and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We start this week's international news from India. Amateur Radio Licence Petition. Rohit Bokade, Victor Uniform 3, Oscar, India Romeo, has started a petition requesting a change to the Amateur Radio Licence in India to permit all grades of licence to use the Amateur Radio satellites. In India, holders of the restricted grade of licence, the Victor Uniform 3 prefix, are not permitted to use amateur radio satellites or communicate with the International Space Station. Still in India, Ham's Help Indian Youngster rejoined family. A young boy in India who became separated from his family is back home thanks to local Ham's. Jim Meachin, Zulu Lima 2 Bravo Hotel Foxtrot, has the details. Reuniting families has become something of a speciality for the West Bengal Radio Club in India. And on a recent Saturday, the latest reunion was a homecoming for a 10-year-old boy. The club secretary, Ambarish Nag Biswas, VU2JFA, told Newsline that he was contacted by Ham Club member Padamar Kumar Roy, VU3ZIM, after the child had turned up on the street near a hospital the previous day. Social workers intervened, and the youngster, who appeared to have suffered a head injury, was given an exam at the hospital and kept there as a precaution. Administrators located the boy's family in West Bengal. After giving him medical clearances, some days later, they were able to accompany him home. I'm Jim Meachin, ZL to BHF. To Europe now, news from Norway. Now this item may be a little all too familiar to us here in VK. NRRL, Norway's national amateur radio organisation, is in search of an editor to oversee its member magazine Bladet Amateur Radio, which publishes six times a year. A notice posted online said the magazine, which is published in the Norwegian language, is considered a cornerstone of the league and a major benefit of the league membership. An editor would be responsible for planning and production, as well as collaboration on content. In the United Kingdom, record numbers take UK amateur radio exams. RSGB report over 800 candidates have successfully completed their online foundation amateur radio exam and over 650 exams were booked for future dates. The society says it hoped that bookings can also be open to new intermediate candidates in the near future once existing bookings are cleared. Full exams will follow on in a similar manner in due course. Clubs as Hubs plan designed to revive UK radio. Dis-intermediation. It's a big word and it's often used in marketing to indicate the elimination of the middleman. But it's also the heart and soul of an amateur radio initiative to reinvigorate activity in the UK. Jeremy Boot, Golf 4, November Juliet Hotel, picks up the story from here. There's nothing like holding a meeting in person to network and find ways to reverse the decline of ham radio activity in the UK. With the pandemic temporarily putting their work for any such conference on hold, 
The Mid-Somerset Amateur Radio Club, however, is still advancing its plans. The club's chairman, Richard Thomas, G4JJP, said the challenge is particularly great in Somerset, England's most rural county, where he believes amateurs need an online environment to learn how to connect with each other for skill development and support, even if no middleman, such as a club, is nearby. Clubs themselves can share their resources, share their um, expertise, share their uh, membership, if you like, across a much wider area. That also gives access to younger people as well, who not naturally join clubs, but are naturally linked into social media and uh, online services. The concept of clubs as hubs is key. And he said it follows the successful model of disintermediation in retail, where services like Amazon and eBay are open around the clock and don't rely on a middleman. Likewise, the new model means mentoring, skill sharing and equipment access could now be accomplished also around the clock. Richard says that what people will ultimately have access to is an experience that's not just informative, but transformative. These networks that we're trying to build are not just about information, they're about people coming to join so that they can actually transform in terms of skill, in terms of ability to use amateur radio, in terms of ability to to learn and so on. With input from numerous area clubs and the RSGB, Richard said the network continues its work moving forward and hopes for the day soon when a conference can be held in real time. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. To the United States, prominent radio amateur helping to lead US convalescent plasma expanded access study. Contester, DXer and National Contest Journal Editor Scott Wright, Kilo Zero Mike Delta, has been substantially stepping back from ham radio while offering his expertise to the US Convalescent Plasma COVID-19 Expanded Access Program. The study began in early April under the leadership of Dr Michael Joyner, MD, of the Mayo Clinic. The U.S. Convalescent Plasma Expanded Access Program is a collaborative project between the U.S. government and the Mayo Clinic to provide access to convalescent plasma for patients in the U.S. who are hospitalised with COVID-19, K0MD told ARRL. The work has been referenced during White House press briefings and in congressional testimony. The U.S. government-supported study collects and provides blood plasma recovered from COVID-19 patients which contain antibodies that may help fight the disease. The Mayo Clinic is the lead institution for the program. My role was to organise the infrastructure and the research approach and to help lead the setup of the data collection and of the website teams while overseeing the study conduct and regulatory compliance, Scott explained. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Ham Radio Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. FTA-DMC Anniversary Activity Day is 2020. Several special event stations will be on the air during the FTA-DMC Activity Days between July 1 and 31, and all stations will bear the FTDMC or FTDM suffix in here, down under, listen for ZL6 FTDMC. 
IAAHF World Championship July 11 and 12. Many of JAS stations up for grabs. The stations represent the JARL during the IAAHF World Championship contest have an 8N prefix and end in HQ, headquarters station. All QSOs will be automatically confirmed by the Bureau. And now to WIA Director Lee Moyle, VK3GK. Thanks, Felix. Every year the WIA participates in the IARU HF World Championship Contest and this year the WIA will be operating the HQ stations in the contest. These give participants extra multiplier points and are sought after. Both CW and SSB can be used. Both single and multi-operator stations may operate the entire 24-hour period. Contesting is great fun and can be a nice social event, so uh, especially with a multi-operator uh, gathering. If you are interested to see how it's done, then contact your local club or seek out some active contesters and ask if you could uh, visit with them during the contest. 13 Colonies Special Event, which will begin on July the 1st at 1300 UTC and can c- conclude on July the 8th at 0400 UTC. Stations representing the original 13 British colonies in the USA plus two bonus stations will be on the air with the one-by-one call signs. The event sponsor stresses that participants do not need to work all 13 colony stations to obtain a certificate and do not need to work the two bonus stations for a clean sweep. All HF bands will be in play with the exception of 60 metres. All modes of operation may be representative, including CW, SSB and FT8. Station call signs will be K2A from New York all the way to K2M in Pennsylvania. Bonus station WM3PEN will be the Philadelphia. Uh, The call sign commemorates the Pennsylvania Colony's founder, William Penn. The other bonus station will be GB13COL in the UK. A note from Mark, WB9DBD, who will be operating K2G from Georgia, who is specifically getting up uh, his early morning looking for VKZL stations. Look for K2G and others on 40 metres around our early evening or East Coast USA sunrise. If you'll be looking for the special event stations, then checking the DX clusters like DX Summit will be a big help. See www.dxsummit.fi. Good hunting and good DX. Seven threes from Lee, VK3GK. Trans-Tasman Lobian Contest. Next contest, 17 July. VK and Citadel on the 160, 80 and 40 metres using SSP, CW, and RD or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 15-16. Alara Contest, those 600 hours UTC, Saturday 29, till Sunday 30 August, at 0559 UTC. All Wales and OMs are invited to take part, and it is hoped that Wales especially will enjoy this friendly contest, which is not necessarily about making the highest score, but to enjoy a chat with those we don't normally meet on air. Alara would also love to hear some young and new IELs joining in this year, and some of the committee will be handing out numbers on HF and Echolink during the contest. This year we've seen droughts, floods, fires and a pandemic. So girls, let's make 2020 the best Alara contest ever. Oceania Contest Voice from 0600 hours UTC Saturday October 3 to 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 4. CW from 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 10 to 0600 hours UTC Sunday October 11. CQ Worldwide DX SSB October 24-25. CQ Worldwide DX CW November 28-29. December 6 to 8 160 meters worldwide. December 14-15 10 meters worldwide. Ted Power Memorial DX Challenge. 
four award periods, each of three months starting in January of each calendar year, and two categories in the contest, Most Wanted and Top 5. Top 5, you try and work the five Most Wanted DXCC entities. Most Wanted, you work the Most Wanted DXCC entity. The DX entities in play are those Most Wanted during the three-month windows. All major Australian contests, rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. Australia. Members of the Wireless Institute of Australia are QIV with special call VI 110WIA until the end of 2020 to celebrate our 110th anniversary. In fact, the world's oldest amateur radio society. Activities on the HF bands in QSL is via LOTW. Be listening for Giorgio IU5HWS who was on the air from Iraq until mid-July on 40, 20 and 10 metres. For details on his activation, visit his YI-IU5HWS page on QRZ.com, which he is updating regularly. Nicaragua. Active will be YN5AO from Casa Jucalito. Jucalito de la Isla. WWLOC EK61X1. Rivas. Nicaragua, between November 21st and December 5th. Activity on 160 to 10 metres, mainly during the local evening and night hours. Focus will be on the low band CW. Also, YN5AO will be active in the CQOI DXCW contest, November 28-29. QSL via DL7VOA. One last special event, but I'll get past WA Director John VK for JJW to do the honours. I'm Felix VK for a few q and for VK1WIA National News. Thanks, Felix. Now, through the DX window, we have one super station that we must tell you of. N4J is the call. N4J is for a wedding. Get it? Not just any wedding, but that of Julie Swigert and Neil Rapp. Now, for those of you who've been paying attention, over the years, Neil Rapp has reported here on WIA National News wearing his AR Newsline reporter's cap. N4J will operate over the four days of their nuptials, July 9 to 11. Now, one telling post on social media has come in from the bride. Julie has let it be known loud and clear, and how loud and far, and I quote from Julie's post. If any of our ham radio friends have plans that involve this station at 4.30 Saturday and I find out the wedding is delayed by ham radio, you will see a side of me you won't love. Otherwise, fire up the rigs and enjoy N4J. Congrats, Neil and Julie, from all the WIA National News crew. And that's a wrap. Across Australia, across the world, from VK1 WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Burdekin, Dalrymple and Hinterbrook districts, plus the city of Townsville, the WIA news transmission can be heard on the VK4 RAT VHF repeater from 9am local time every Sunday morning. On behalf of the Tark Inc. retransmit team, this is Lyndall, VK4 Zula Mike. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And first up, it's digital. And the digital mode suite, WSJTX version 222, has been released. And this update is a bug fix release. The fixes include the FT8 decoder having been sped up in normal and fast modes. 
This offers a decoding speed closer to that of version 2.1.2 without compromising the number of decodes. It's particularly targeted for slower single-board computers such as the Raspberry Pi Model 3 or similar, and also the DX grid field now clears automatically whenever the DX call field is changed. Speaking of FT8, along with FT4 in their own special interest group, we check out FT8 EME, and there's been further work on trying FT8 for EME, this time on 1296 MHz. It turns out that the Doppler spread on the lower bands is not an issue, since the energy distribution of the EME signal is mainly concentrated in a much narrower spectrum than the maximum total Doppler spread. This means that it can work, probably with little degradation, on bands up to and including 1296 under most circumstances. And there's a detailed write-up available via the link in the text edition of this broadcast at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Old Timers. Clive, VK6CSW, joins us now, reminding us that the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's July Bulletin goes to air tomorrow, Monday, July 6th. This month, as well as all the latest club news, we tell you about the recent committee meeting via Skype, plus articles on loneliness, the last Amelia Earhart communications, the history of SOS, and a piece about Bob Cunningham, the founder of the RAOTC. Time does not permit me to list all the broadcast times and frequencies throughout Australia, but as well as the regular FM and HF broadcasts tomorrow, we now have new transmissions on digital mobile radio and on D-Star. Full details can be found on the RAOTC website, www.raotc.org.au, and clicking on Broadcasts. Because of these changes, I would urge all listeners to visit the RAOTC website and check the latest information for your area. Everyone is most welcome to tune in tomorrow and to join in the callbacks afterwards. If none of the broadcast times suit you, you can download the current audio file from the RAOTC website at any time as from today, and you can also download files for the previous five months. If you do listen via the internet, would you please email your comments to us? Once again, please check the RAOTC website for your local transmission schedule, tune in tomorrow or download the file for the July Bulletin, and we look forward to hearing your call sign in the callbacks afterwards. Stay safe and 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks, Clive. Now on to Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. And Rescued Radio Amateur says, Ham Radio saved my life. Eldon, KC1JWR of Vermont in the USA, is thankful for Amateur Radio after he suffered a medical incident and lost consciousness while hiking with others along a remote section of the Long Trail not far from his home. An EMT from Appalachian Mountain Rescue, or AMR, who was hiking nearby, saw him pass out but was unable to connect with 911 emergency services via his cell phone. The ham regained consciousness and was successful in contacting Ron, AG1W. Ron then initiated what turned into an eight-hour effort to get Alden off the trail and to a medical facility, acting as a relay among KC1JWR, emergency crews and other agencies involved. The Vermont State Police also received assistance from several licensed amateur radio operators who helped facilitate communications 
greatly assisting in the rescue. A good outcome, and once again, demonstrating the usefulness of amateur radio in times of emergency. And finally, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's Summits on the Air. QO100 Summit to Summit in Sota. Andrew, G4VFL, and Nick, G0HIK, successfully achieved a SOTA summit-to-summit QSO via the QO100 Oscar 100 satellite. It's interesting to note, and remember, while QSOs via terrestrial repeaters are not valid for SOTA, contacts via satellite actually are. Terrestrial repeaters can, however, be used to arrange simplex SOTA contacts. Until next time, stay safe. I'm Col, VK3GTV. Thanks, Col, and thank you for listening to WIA and the National Broadcast from VK1WIA. On the 2020 social scene, VK7 Biennial Hamfest, November 20 to 22. VK4, the Rockhampton Amateur Radio Club's annual dinner, that's Saturday, November 21. In VK4, again, the Tark Christmas Party happens Sunday, December 13, and the Tark Christmas Lights Tour, December the 18th. In 2021, VK4 Tark, their long Australia Day long week family radio camp. This is a long one. Happens Thursday afternoon the 21st to Tuesday afternoon the 26th of January. VK2, the Wyong Field Day, Feb 28. The WIA Annual Conference 2021 Hobart in VK7, April 30, May 2. And Alara Meet in Bendigo, October 1 to 4. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.